Welcome into Stronghurst as we've got high school softball in the Prairie Communication Sports Network this afternoon. It's West Central and United Lincoln Trail Conference softball to local rivals to conference rivals. Always a fun time when these two schools get together. And we'll set the stage for West Central and United where they're kind of sitting on the season. Today's probably a little bit more important for West Central as far as uh, regular season stuff goes. But uh, it doesn't matter when these two cool schools get together. They both just want to beat one another matter of the situation. I'm Sean Tibble, alongside Kelsey Crane. You have been a part of some of these West Central United rivalry games before. I sure have. Just a few. (laughs) Back in the day. Yes. Um, It was always enjoyable. When's the last time you've been on Stronghurst uh, for for a ball game? Oh. A little while? Yeah, it's been a little while. Probably my senior year, so 11 years ago. 11 years ago. 11 years ago. So you were like five then? Is that what you're saying? Yes. (laughs) Sure. I'll take that. Nice little diamond they've got here at West Central. Yes. I know they put some new new gravel in. I don't remember exactly the date that they put it in, but we were on our way down here, and you were talking a little bit, and you couldn't, you couldn't remember maybe if they've got this new look to it since then. Yeah, I think it does look newer than what I was playing on. The, the outfield for sure looks a little better. There were some holes, as I remember correctly, um, when we were playing back in back in my day in high school. They have got uh, – talking to some folks Saturday. I was just down the hill here Saturday doing some baseball on Saturday morning, and we were talking about the softball field. And, and as far as playability and surface, one of the best surfaces, it's kind of that little that crushed rock gravel stuff uh, with, with mixed in with the dirt. Yeah, that uh, looks here. very flat. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. It's one of the best playing surfaces in, yeah. in West Central Illinois as far as the surface itself. So right. we're going to have some good softball today. And West Central – has been playing some good softball this year. 22-5, and five, coming off a super sectional run last year. You heard uh, a lot of their, their uh, postseason games right here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network last year. Well, they're trying to trying to duplicate that. They got walked off on a home run in the bottom of the seventh inning in the super sectional at uh, Sterling, I think, last year, up at Sterling against Forest, and just a heartbreaking way to end the season. And it kind of gives you a little momentum going into the second season, a little kind of little chip on your shoulder. It sure does, yes. You don't, you never want to go out like that, especially, you know, on a home run. So I'm sure they were playing, especially here at the beginning of the season, with a little chip on their shoulder. And as far as uh, Lincoln Trail Conference standings go, West Central still still mathematically alive to at least get a share of the title. They're sitting at 14-4. and four. They play 20 games total in the LTC, which that's a ton of games to that play in conference. That's games. a lot of That eats up a lot of your schedule. Sure so does. they played 18 of that 20 already, so they got two games left. They're two games behind Mercer County in the loss column, so West Central needs to win today. And also uh, they got another one uh, against Ridgewood tomorrow night at Ridgewood. So they need to uh, they need to win both of those and hope Mercer County loses their last four. Is yeah. what they're hoping at least for. get a tie. <laughs> at least get a tie that way. Uh, Mercer County, they have Animal Weathersfield left. Uh, on Thursday, and then also Knoxville for a doubleheader on Saturday to finish up their uh, some good matchups. There's some really good matchups down the stretch. Uh, West Central and Ridgewood again. They play tomorrow night, and they're just separated by a half game in the standings. So, uh, in, in, when you're going into the postseason, you want kind of your your last part of your regular season to kind of matter, kind of count, so you're not going through the motions. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because you know you get into those regionals and sectionals, you've got those tougher games, tougher matchups. So yeah, you want to set yourself up for that. I got a chance to talk to both head coaches before the ball game. United Red Storm head coach Mark McMahon in his third season with the Red Storm, and Dylan Boyles in his first season as head coach at West Central. He's been around the program. He was around the program the last couple of years uh, for sure, maybe even longer under head coach Scott Swiler. So we'll come back with both those pregame uh, coaches' interviews in 30 seconds here on AM 1330, FM 94.1, WREM, and RadioMonmouth.com. Welcome back to WREM pregame show. Joining on the pregame show, head coach of the United Red Storm, Mr. Mark McMahon. How you doing, coach? Doing good. Doing good. 
beautiful day today. Uh, just a little slight breeze, but some sun, some warm temperatures. I don't know how to act. I know. This is two days in a row. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. <laughs> postseason, uh, we are we are less than a week away. You're, you'll already have a uh, postseason game under your belt this time next week. But you got a little little business to finish this regular season. Close loss last night to Robo Williams still. I know you've been struggling a little bit, uh, swinging the bats and scoring some runs. But uh, last night played a pretty solid ball game, it sounds like. Yeah, we played real good. We had a couple errors. We actually looked at pitches and were aggressive on some. And, yeah, they, they swung the bats all right. Well, that's what you and I talked about yesterday morning on the morning show. Is you know, I asked you what you wanted to see coming here, down the stretch, getting into the postseason. And you said more aggressive in the plate. Did you see it last night? What did you see? Yeah, so we did. We seen we still had our strikeouts, but at least they were swinging. They weren't watching the ball go by when we had a couple of called three called strikes. So yeah, we did a lot better last night in that way. I just, but we had another injury, of course. So that that continues on our our season of despair. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, it's been tough. I know you had to finish a couple of games shorthanded with, with the injuries and and, and girls missing. Uh, uh, what's, what's the what's the prognosis today? How's it look today? Oh, uh, we got we got our nine again, and we got one with uh, really broken finger that's going to play. So we'll get to see how it goes. Good. Uh, West Central Heat. I know they're they're in the thick of this LTC race. Uh, hurt themselves with a loss last night to Ridgewood, but still still in the race to to win it. I mean, as as a visitor, United West Central, a little rivalry. It'd be nice to play a spoiler tonight, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> it would be it would be wonderful. Yes, it'd be real fun if we could do that. What's it going to take to beat this ball club with West Central? Uh, everything perfect. Pitching, hitting, fielding. I mean, they're they're real good. They don't they don't hurt themselves very often. So we can't hurt ourselves, and we just got to play hard. I know you've been sharing the pitching duties uh, pretty close to even this year. Who's who's going to pitch today for you? Amber Brunswick will be throwing today. Okay, what's she bring? What's in her arsenal? She's got a good curveball. She throws pretty hard. Uh, if she can if she can get her change up over it, it helps a lot. So she's she's been doing pretty good lately. The uh, like we said, postseason is right around the corner. What's been your message to these girls coming down the stretch? Just keep fighting. Just keep fighting. It's, you can see the end, but we don't want to see it all the all the way. Just keep it going. These seniors, of course, out of school, but I'm sure they're not done playing softball, right? No, no. <laughs> we want them to keep going. All right, buddy. Good luck. Yep. Thank you. Head coach Mark McMahon with the United Red Storm. We'll be back. Welcome back to WRM pregame show. Joining me on the pregame show, head coach of the West Central Heat, Mr. Dylan Boyles. Coach, beautiful day for softball, isn't it? Absolutely. Nice day. Always nice to come out here and play on a day like this. No wind for once. <laughs> That's strange. I don't know how to act without yeah. without covering up my microphone or, or anything with, uh, with softball-wise. Wind blowing around fly balls. It's good, though. It's down the stretch. Maybe we'll get back to some normal softball. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, this last week of the regular season, you know, we're just we're just trying to get on the right same page on some things. Um, just keep on trying to get better and, you know, just be ready and healthy for Tuesday, next, next Tuesday. For the folks that don't uh, have any chance to see your ball club play or hear them play or, or whatever the case may be, kind of take us to your season a little bit, a little kind of a coach's synopsis of the season so far. I mean, you know, basically, you know, every year is a new year. We're just trying to get into things. So, we, you know, you get into your first game to kind of see what you need to work on at practice. I mean, there's always something that you're going to be facing. I mean, and then just, you know, we just kind of take it week by week, you know. Um, you know, there's certain games we find things that we need to work on. And, and, and you know, we get back to practice and, we, you know, we just kind of hit that and, and just, you know, go and move on to the next game. So. 
coming off a very uh, just a fun run. I know I got had a chance to tag along there in the postseason last year, all the way down to the super sectional. Uh, lost a lot of talent off that ball club, but man, was there some good returning talent. Talk about some of the players. I know coaches hate to single out players, but talk about some of the players having nice seasons for you. Well, I mean, you know, it starts with our battery, you know, so Addison Seitz has done a, a nice job again, you know, um, you know, she always keeps us in games, you know, allows us to kind of settle into things. Um, freshman catcher Lauren Winters has handled, you know, the, the pitching really well. Um, you know, not too many people can steal on her. You know, she's very smart. She's got a high IQ back there, you know, returning all-state player Shelby Bowman at shortstop. You know, Bailey Ryan, uh, all-conference center fielder. Bailey Ferguson, right fielder, who's played really good ball for us. Um you know, bottom line, you know, we just kind of play the strength of our defense, you know, um, uh, just try to get as many runs as possible and, and, you know, see what happens. There's not too many good teams. There's not too many teams around the state that's got up the middle like you guys got. You talked about your battery, your middle infield, center fielder. That's kind of where the whole game revolves around, doesn't it? Well, I mean, you, you want to be strong up the middle. You know, we kind of, we pitch to that, you know, and, I mean, not taking it away from our corners. Our corners, Ashley Meyer and Allie uh, Strack, have done a very good job for us. Um, you know, um, you know, basically we just look for new people to step up. I mean, it's just you never know who it's going to be. Sometimes it's a different player each night. So, I mean, these girls do a good job, and, and they've done a good job. It's like tonight we're going to be bouncing back off of a loss last night. You know, it's not always perfect, you know. So, you know, we look to come back tonight and, you know, play hard and, and, and figure out some stuff. And like I said, this is the last week of the regular season, so we're just trying to get better for going into next Tuesday. I was gonna say, what, what's kind of the, what's kind of the focus? What are you been telling the girls this week with uh, the, the real the real deal starting next week? Well, I mean, we came off of a good week last week, you know, um, and we're just trying to kind of continue that. I mean, what you're trying to do at this point of the year, for one, you're trying to stay healthy. For two, you're trying to, you know, get good at you know being boring. What we like to say, you know, all the little things, you know. So we're just trying to work out some little things, and you know, we have some people moving around the lineup. We're trying to find some things here and there, but. You know, bottom line, we're looking to hit more. You know, I mean, I, I feel like our uh, our pitching and our defense always keeps us in games. I feel like if we score some more runs, I mean, you know, better things are going to happen for us. It's your first year as head coach with uh, with Coach Swiler coaching the last couple of seasons. Just kind of just kind of keeping things going. Any changes? Any kind of tweaking with with what your style is? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not Coach Swiler. You know, I mean, I, I've learned a lot off the guy, and you know, I appreciate you know the friendship I have with him and, and all all the hard work he's put in for our program. So, I mean, yeah, there's things that we, we, we keep you know moving on from what. He, he taught us and stuff like that. But, I mean, obviously, my personality is different. You know, I'm a different guy. I just have to be myself out here, you know. There's things I'd like to get better on. And I told the girls that last night. I said, you know, when things don't go well, I always take it to heart. You know, I'm 100% going to put everything on me out here. All right. So, I'm trying to get better at some things. You know, in your first year, you're always going to find some holes. Whether you're a player or a coach, you know, I have holes. I'm trying to, I'm trying to fill them, you know. So, I'm getting better all the time. Um the kids are getting better. We're starting to get on the same page with a lot of things. And, you know, I'm having a lot of fun out here with these girls. It seems like the players always sleep better after a loss than a coach does, right? Well, of course. You know, but I'm going to tell you what, they don't like it either, you know. I mean, I saw my seniors. They're the first ones in the park tonight, and they don't like it. You know, we talk about things that we can do to get better. You know, I mean, look, these girls care a lot. And, you know, I mean, yes, I care a lot, and I am up a late night a lot of times <laughs> thinking about things. But that's the coach's job, you know. I mean, these kids – you know, they give it everything they have, and I, I have a lot of respect for them. And, you know, we're going to go, you know, to war together. And, and that's that's what we're doing. We're just trying to battle every day. So, All right, Coach. Uh, I want you to take me along on another long ride here. All right. Hey, we hope so. <laughs> One game at a time, but we would like you to be with us as many games as possible, Sean. So. There you go. Dylan Boyle, head coach of the West Central Heater on the pregame show. We'll be back with the first pitch after a word from our sponsors. 
Now we are live out here at uh, Stronghurst, and and uh, at the first half inning as the game got started uh, about five minutes early, and it didn't take Addie Sites long for sure to uh, get in the strike zone. Two strikeouts to start the game over uh, Addie Olmstead and Maddie Hepner, and then got in Brunswick to ground out. So three up, three down for United in the top of the first. So it'll be West Central against pitcher Amber Brunswick. Take a look at Amber's stats: forty-three innings on the season. Uh, 0-9 record does the uh, Red Storm at 1-18 coming into this one. Well, Central at 22-5 and overall. Uh, Amber Brunswick, 38 strikeouts in her 43 innings of work. So just about a strikeout an inning. Uh, done a pretty good job splitting the, splitting the innings between uh, Amber Brunswick and Maddie Hepner. Yeah, it's good to have your, your backup and so you can, you know, switch it up a little bit and give them a little bit of different look. Pitcher for the West Central Heat, Addie Seitz, leads off the bottom of the first inning. For the West Central Heat, a little seeing eye ground ball through the hole between first and second. So a leadoff single. I did the uh, the Sherrard Monmouth Roseville softball game from South Park on uh, what is this Wednesday on Monday night, and I Sherrard was the most aggressive softball team I had ever seen. Out of the first nine hitters, I think five or six of them swung at the first pitch and just laced the first. That's pitch. good to see. That's Most of the time, that your first pitch is the best pitch you're going to see that whole sequence. There's a swing and miss and a steal, a second by Addie Seitz. So she gets herself in scoring position. 0-1 count now on Bailey Ryan. Pitching uh, again for the United Red Storm. Amber Brunswick behind the plate for the Red Storm is Lily Neve, freshman. We'll take a look at the infield after this first pitch, or second pitch to Bailey Ryan. Popped up on the infield. Drifting over is the shortstop, making the play. For out number one is Maddie Hepner. The first out of the inning for the West Central Heat. The infield for the Red Storm. Third baseman, Brooke Hennepin. The aforementioned Maddie Hepner is short. Addie Olmstead, the second baseman. And first baseman is Ryland Toops. Outfield, Ella Bernhardt. In left field, center fielder Cameron Penn. And right fielder, Jacqueline Strong. First pitch to Shelby Bowen is a strike. I thoroughly enjoyed watching this young lady play basketball this season. Shelby Bowen, one of the best players in Class A girls basketball in the state of Illinois. And she has transferred that right on over to the right softball to the field. Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fouls the second pitch out. So Brunswick up 0-2 on Shelby Bowman. Just looking at Bowman's stats this year, she is batting 564, 28 RBIs, 11 doubles, got a pair of homers, just uh, just ripping the cover off the ball. Is Bowman out of that three hole? That's nice to see. Brunswick gets her sign, rocks and deals. Little change up right back up the middle. It's going to get to center field. They're going to score the run from third as the throw comes home a little late. RBI single by Bowman puts West Central up one nothing. Just kind of reached out. On, that's a good 0-2 yes, approach. Yes, you waited back on that and hit it right back up the middle with it was, that changeup. It was going to be a strike, so she just reached out and just punched it right back up the middle. Puts West Central up one nothing here. And Lauren Winters, freshman, freshman back cleanup with West Central. You don't heat. see that every day. No. No, there's there's one, two, three, four freshmen out of the uh, starting ten. Of course, they have a designated player, so ten players in the starting lineup. Four of them are freshmen. Good stop by the catcher, but already going on the pitch was Bowman. So she'll steal second. Good stop behind the plate there by uh, Lily Neve. Did you ever do any catching? I did not. So I give props to all the catchers out there that are able to do that. <laughs> I did catch, and I definitely give props to the catchers back there. Caught a lot of fast pitch softball back in my day. In the dirt, swinging and missing is Lauren Winters. And 
hopping around. Can't believe she got fooled on that pitch in the dirt. It's a good yeah. pitch there from Brunswick. It looked really good. That even the count, 1-1. One, one. one away, bottom of the first inning, one nothing West Central. Brunswick gets a sign, spins the ball on her glove. And ground ball foul down the third baseline. So now one and two. Brunswick's walks on the season. I think she's done uh, 28 walks in 43 innings, so that's a little less than uh, about about two-thirds of a walk per inning. That's probably a little higher than she'd like. But We'll give uh, Addie Seitz's stats. She's just a sophomore. She, she As a freshman, she took this West Central team all the way to the Super Sectionals from, from uh, yeah, the pitching circle. Yeah, she's a freshman. Man, yeah. the pressure that... Uh, and she bats lead off. She does a little bit of everything. <laughs> I played some softball with some Sites boys down in this area back in the day. A little check swing to the second baseman. Out at first, 4-3 on the putout. And going to third, and then go ahead and scoring was Shelby Bowman. Good heads-up job by Bowman there. As she seemed, uh, United was a little lackadaisical and went ahead and took the extra six Yeah, they did. There. you got to remember that that ball is live until... It gets back to the pitcher, and the umpire is ready. So it would be an error on uh, the United Red Storm giving West Central Heat. Now, nobody on two away, but the Heat with a couple of runs in here. And Ashley Meyer will step in. Takes high for a ball. Third baseman, sophomore third baseman. Yeah, looking up and down this uh, West Central lineup, 22-5. and They have a senior, Bailey Ryan, in the two-hole. We have uh, Allie Strack in the uh, number six batting order as a as a senior, and Bailey Ferguson in the nine hole as a senior. Other than that, it's all underclassmen. Pop up on the infield and caught for out number three. So in the inning, four the West Central Heat, two runs on two hits. There was an error in there, and no runners left on base. After one full inning of play, it's West Central two, United nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Welcome back to Stronghurst. West Central Elementary is where we're at here for our broadcast today between United and West Central. United goes down three up, three down in their top of the first, and West Central puts two runs across in their half of the first inning. We'll set the defense for the West Central Heat in the outfield from left to right. Laney Clausey, a freshman in left field. Senior Bailey Ryan in center field, and in right field, another senior Bailey Ferguson on the infield. All underclassmen on the infield. Well, no, never mind. Now he's tracked the first baseman. Uh, third baseman, Ashley Myers, a sophomore. Shelby Bowen, the shortstop, a junior, and second baseman is freshman London Parker, first base senior, Allie Strack. The battery for West Central behind the plate, freshman Lauren Winters, and in the pitching circle, sophomore Addie Seitz. It'll be the four, five, six hitters for United here in the top of the second inning, Ryland Toops, Brooke Hennepin, and Ella Bernhardt. See if they can get something going here on Seitz. She's got some outstanding numbers to Seitz after this first pitch, ball one to Ryland Toops. Uh, Addie Seitz, 148 innings pitch. She is 21-5. and five. She's got 245 strikeouts in 148 innings. That's about a strikeout and a half per inning. That's a good record just <laughs> as a sophomore. Yes, just as a sophomore. I think I, I had her comparison numbers of last year, and I think her strikeout numbers are a little up their sophomore year. Swung on, popped up on the infield by Ryland Toops, second baseman, under it, and makes the play. That's London Parker. Well, now she's getting older. She's throwing that ball a little harder and getting those more strikeouts and more movement on the ball. Yeah, you get a little, you get a little, you know, after after one full year of varsity ball, you're a little bit more settled in coming into the year. Yep, and, more comfortable. Yeah. 
Brooke Tennyson, freshman, third baseman for United digging in. First pitch for a strike. Brings it pretty good, too. Got a little heat behind that, and I'm sure if we were sitting behind home plate a little bit more, I'm sure there's some pretty good movement on it, too. Yes. <laughs> and fouled straight back. So 0-2 to Brooke Hennepin. United has, has had some problems at the plate this year. As a team, only batting 188, under 200 as a team, that, and, and not a whole lot of runs scored so far this year. 30, uh, 34 runs scored in their 18 games. Ground ball to the second baseman. Flips over to first for out number two. So five up, five down. Now, when these two teams play, it's been a little while, but these two teams played each other earlier this yeah, season. Early in April. Yeah, April was only a four-to-one ball game. Yeah. So, now, granted, both teams have changed a lot, especially United with all the injuries. They only got nine players dressed yeah, today. nine, yeah. They've had to finish, I think, a game or two with eight. So, between injuries and, and uh, sickness, both teams have really changed a lot since the last time they played. And with as many freshmen as what Central's got, they've grown a little bit during as the seasons went, too. Yeah, getting a lot more playing time out there truly helps. First two-ball count here by Addie Seitz, 2-0 on Ella Bernhardt. First time, first time Addie has thrown two balls to one batter yet. And back in for a strike there. Put a little... Hopeful now and a little hot. She heard you talking about her. She had to get back in that <laughs> That's right. Call. I am not going to three balls. <laughs> Two one pitch on the way. Swallow and a missed over the top. Little drop ball there by by uh, Sites. That evens the count. So down two oh in the count. She's worked herself back to two two. Bernhardt again just a freshman. And swings and misses for out number three, strikeout number three. So she's right at that strikeout and a half. Three strikeouts through two innings. Three strikeouts through two innings. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no runners left on base. After an inning and a half, it's West Central 2, United nothing. We'll be back. Welcome back to high school softball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. After an inning and a half, it is West Central leading United 2 to nothing. Both teams heading to the postseason next week. United Red Storm, they'll start their postseason on Monday night at West Prairie, at the West Prairie Regional. I think when uh, Coach McMahon and I were talking, I think I got that mixed up with Farmington for those ones that were listening to our <laughs> That's just asking about That's the a long way away. <laughs> right. Yeah, plus Farmington's 2A. I don't even know why I had that in my right. head. But uh, United and West Prairie will meet Monday at West Prairie. West Prairie, the higher-seeded one, the 10th seed over the 11th seed, United Red Storm. So the winner will stay at the West Prairie Regional. And we'll talk about West Central's higher seeded. They got a buy in the first round, so they'll start right off in the uh, semifinal. First pit, first batter is Allie Strack. Lines a little pop up, little pop up line drive, pop up slice line drive, right to the third baseman for out number one. It sounded and and looked like it was hit harder than it was. It really did. It had me fooled. I thought it was a line drive. It ended up just falling right off the table, right into Brooke Hennepin's yeah. glove. One pitch, one out. You gotta like that if you're a coach. Grounded foul down the first baseline by Delaney Endress. She is the designated player for West Central Heat. She's batting for Laney Clossing. The West Central batters are being very aggressive swinging at that first pitch here this afternoon. Yeah, I was I was amazed. It must be I mean it's probably not a new thing. It's definitely not a new thing, but being I mean, when there's aggressive and there's uber aggressive. Yes. And West Central's uber aggressive, and, and Sherrard was the most uber aggressive team I'd ever seen the other night. They were swinging at the first and second pitch, every one of them. 
And making good contact, and too. good contact, yeah. Yeah, that's a good ball club. <laughs> making for a strike, Indris. So the count is one and two. Brunswick ahead of Indris here with one away, bottom of the second inning. Seven spot in the order for the Heat. Brunswick rocks and deals. Little change up, yeah, punched out there to center field, under it, and making the play. Nice catch. Center fielder Cameron Pimp. Probably remember your softball days with uh, with uh, lots of good memories. I do. Uh, yeah. Yes. 2012. You were. Uh, oh, you just missed. Oh, you graduated in 2012, so you were there through all the yeah, state. Yeah, I was there. Oh, I just realized that. Yes, the wow. first year I was in eighth grade, so I missed that one. But the next three, I well, was present. What an awesome, what an awesome deal that was. Uh, take oh, it first. Yes. London Parker freshman batting now. Take takes the first pitch for a strike, but. Uh, United, of course, made it down to the state finals four straight years. Yes, under Katie Bertelson's pitching. Yeah, she was pretty darn good. <laughs> she came up at Southern Illinois, right? Down she there did, in Carbondale. Yep, she did go to SIU. For uh, do some pitching and had a had a great career. Had a little bit of injury problems, I think, once she got down there a little bit, but a pretty darn good yeah, career, too. Yeah, she had too. to have a surgery or two, but, yeah, very good career. Yeah, what a fun run. I just now realized that with you being a 2012 graduate, that you were there during all them good glory I years. was. It was a lot of fun. I'll bet. Especially as a freshman. Coming into that, yeah, it was. Expectations high. Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. If you weren't doing your job, you were going back to the bench. (laughs) If the coach wasn't telling you about it, probably the upperclassmen were. Yes, (laughs) you got it from both sides. (laughs) And the crowd. (laughs) Ground ball on a a, uh, one-two pitch to the third baseman. Got to get over there quick and throws it away. It's the first base coach, so stays in play. So Parker will reach. I'm not for sure if you're going to beat that out anyway. I'm going to I'm going to say it air because I didn't have quite an angle, but she would have been close to beating that little it little been very number close. out. Anyway. She had some wheels on her, but yeah. So she'll be at first base with uh, number nine hitter in the order, Bailey Ferguson, digging in senior right fielder. Seniors for United: Aiden Penn, Cameron Penn, and Addie Olmstead. Seniors for the Red Storm. Seniors for West Central: Bailey Ryan. Allie Strack and Bailey Ferguson. First pitch to Ferguson is for a ball. I think Bailey, it's either Bailey Ryan or Bailey Ferguson. I don't know quite off the top of my head. One of them has been the athlete of the week. I know Shelby Bowman was, I think, last week. Athlete of the week for Prairie, Prairie Communications drive to center field. Right there in perfect positioning. Very solid contact, but right to the center fielder. Cameron Penn. Must have been reading the scouting report because I don't think she took well, maybe one or two steps and it was right at her. So no runs in for the West Central Heat here in the bottom of the second inning. No runs, no hits, an error, and a runner left on base. After two full, it is West Central 2, United nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. We'll welcome back to AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRAM as we go to the top of the third inning. Out there for her third inning of work is sophomore Addie. Addie Sites. She will see the seven, eight, nine hitters in the order. Billy Neve, Jacqueline Strong, and Cameron Penn. No base runners yet for the United Red Storm. And Sites just kind of just rearing back and just hitting the strike zone. But that's, I think, what she does. It's just her and her Just her thing. Yeah, just her so thing. Just Throwing strikes. Pretty good. It's a fundamentally sound, well-coached team. West Central is. Both teams are well-coached. but uh, West Central, very well-coached, so... I'm sure Sites is not afraid to pitch contact with the good defense behind her. She has to say, you let your defense do the work. 
you are going to need you're going to need a good defense if you want to go deep in the postseason like they did last year as far as West Central goes. Because those teams that you – the deeper you get, those teams are uh, – they're going to make some contact. Everybody's good there. <laughs> yep, they're going to make some contact, and you're going to have to field it. One-on-one out of Lily Neve. She's a freshman for the Red Storm, freshman catcher. And takes a ball two, two and one now. I just jinxed. I, I apologize to the site's family. I just jinxed Daddy. I said she'd only thrown four balls. So far, she's already thrown two this and inning. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, Sean Temple, the jinx of local sports radio. <laughs> swinging and missing is Neve on pitch number four. So a 2-2 and swinging and missing at the fifth offering. It's down on strikes is Neve. That's the first down of the third and strikeout number four for Sites. That'll bring up Jacqueline Strong, freshman right fielder. And takes a pitch high in the zone, but called a strike. A little above the belt. It's more of a softball strike than a baseball strike. You rarely get a baseball strike above the belt. Yeah, a lot softball of those rise balls, yeah. yeah. You can get it, get a strike on those rise balls that you throw. Oh, you! I know like, we were just talking about you playing, and I, I played the game of men's fast pitch for 25 years. The rise ball should be outlawed as far as hitting. <laughs> I would agree. I was never I was never a pitcher. And down on strikes is Jacqueline Strong as she watches strike three go by for out number two. Five strikeouts for sites. But as a hitter, I wish they would just outlaw the Yeah, because it looks ball. good, and then all of a sudden it yep. just sails up. It sails up and away. Yeah, I always just watch it. And you could, as if you, you know, you're watching the ball. First pitch is fouled off by Cameron Penn, the senior center fielder. So she's down count 0-1. But, you know, a good hitter's watching that ball all the way in. And as my bat's going by it, I'm watching that nice pitch just float up and all the way. And then they'll follow it up with some crazy changeup. Yep. It even worse. That's the whole setup. Yeah, the whole setup. Yeah, the zone for ball one, one and one. Yeah, those are always fun. You baseball players are out there uh, listening, and I never played the game of a, of a fast hit softball. I have no idea how how crazy a rise ball can be. The ball's not supposed to go up. It's only supposed to go down. <laughs> just drop. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it would seem physically impossible for a ball to go up, but it does. One, two pitch, and fouled away. Good job of Cameron Penn staying alive. Plate. That's what I think makes softball so exciting. Yeah. It's how the, the whole movement of the pitch, every pitch is different. Up and away, and then you got the drop balls that look like they just completely fall off a dining room table. Yeah. The change-ups, they yeah. just and die. The change-up, and then normally, you know, the good pitchers throw, you know, 65-72, so <laughs> add that to the mix. Uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't matter how, the ball is bigger, it doesn't matter how big it is, it's still hard to hit. Penn takes ball two, so two and two, ground ball to the shortstop. That breaks a strikeout of three, or a string of three straight strikeouts, but across the diamond and making the play at first is Shelby Bowman to Alley Strack. 6-3, that ends the third inning. Still no base runners yet for the Red Storm. They go down in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, no runners, and nobody left on base. As we go to the bottom of the third inning, it's West Central 2, United 0. Back here at Stronghurst, as uh, I'm Sean Temple, alongside Kelsey Crane. We were just talking during the break how quickly this game is going. Both pitchers throwing strikes, both defenses playing pretty well. Uh, it's a good thing we're not getting paid by the hour today. That's right. <laughs> we, have to, we have to fake an injury ourselves. Just to, we just have to this. drag it on and make up our own ghost game <laughs> right, afterwards. Exactly. You just go ahead, go home, everybody. We're just going to stay here and say it's a doubleheader. I don't know. <laughs> It'll be uh, one, two, three in the order for the West Central Heat here in the bottom of the third inning. Addie Seitz, Bailey Ryan, and Shelby Bowman. Seitz singled and scored the first run of the ball game back in the first. Brunswick first pitch is in the dirt low. So one and zero on Seitz. 
Addie Seitz hitting 473, just, a, just one of three hitters hitting at least 400 in this lineup and one at 500. Uh, Shelby Bowman well into the 500s, 564. That's a crazy batting average. Yeah. Hitting the cover off the ball. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 2 and 0 to Seitz as Brunswick misses with the second pitch in the same spot, down in the dirt. 2 0 pitch on the way. Inside, so ball three. Yeah, these hitters for West Central are good enough. The last thing you want to do is let one, you know, get on without a hit by a walk because they're right. already strong yeah. enough anyway. At least try to make them hit their way on. So 3 0, we'll see if Sites is taking on. She's swinging 3 0, and ground ball to the first baseman, bobbled, but enough time to make the play is Ryland Toops. Wow, green light there yeah. for uh, leadoff hitter Addie Sites. Normally, uh, granted, she's not your normal leadoff hitter. She's got three home runs and batting 473. <laughs> but normally, with your leadoff hitter, 3 0, you're taking. Yeah, you want to take that. Set the table for your two, three, four hitters. It's a new game. It's a whole new game than when, I was, when we were growing up. It's a whole new game. <laughs> Swung at the first pitch down to the third baseman, fielded cleanly across the diamond, and out Very at nice that play. first, Brooke Hennifer makes the play. So two outs quickly here at the bottom of the third inning. Yeah, we're going to have to – we're not getting paid by the hour, so we don't have to fake an injury. But <laughs> A pitcher's duel is happening right now here. <laughs> yeah, I like this. Well, it was 4-1 last time they played, but, you know, that was a long time ago, and United struggling to score runs now. And, but Amber Brunswick has been throwing a pretty, pretty darn good game. First pitch strike to Shelby Bowman. She had an RBI single driving in sights back in the first inning. She's uh, only given up two hits here through two and two-thirds, has Brunswick. And in the dirt, missing for ball one. So one and one. We, we said United was hitting 188 as a team. Conversely, West Central batting 348 as a team. As a it, team. It'd be good to have a couple of girls batting 348. Right. They're hitting 348 as, as a team. As a team, yes. Crazy numbers. That's nice, especially heading in here to the postseason. Nice play on a hard ground ball to second base by Shelby Bowman. And the second baseman over there, Addie Olmstead, makes the play. So three up, three down for Brunswick. Doing a darn good job in the pitching circle. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no runners left on base. After three folds, West Central two, United zero. We'll be back in one minute. Welcome back to Stronghurst as we go to the fourth inning already. We are... It started a little bit early. It started about 25 after 4. So we got a little early start to this one, but we're only a half hour in, and we're heading to the fourth inning, and it will be for the United Red Storm, top of the order. And squares around a bunt. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah, I mean, if, if, you're not, if you're not making great contact, which, you know, not many teams do against Addy sites, you might do something to get shake things up with a right. bunt, a little slap hip. Yes, draw in the defense. Yeah. Check swing. They're going to check it. Yeah, no swing. I didn't think she went either. So, one-on-one count now on Hattie Olmstead, one of the three seniors. Um, yeah, I, I never could I never could do that. I mean, I, I'm not a very big person. 2-1, Mrs. Lowe, Sites does on, on Olmstead. So, it's 2-1 count on Hattie. I'm not very big, so I, I was always told, you can't learn how to slap it. I could never learn. That's a tough thing to learn. It is. I can never figure that out either. On the inside corner for a strike, so 2-2, which obviously out of the left-handed batter's box. For those that don't listen to a whole lot of softball, you bat out of the left-handed batter's box, and you kind of take a little little jogging start towards a pitcher, and then you slap it. Ball three in the dirt, so 3-2, the first full count that had he sights. That's the first three balls she's thrown to one batter here in the fourth inning. 
And take strike three on the inside corner. Now I'm looking on strikes is Addy Olmstead. The uh, the slap hitter you try to hit the shortstop because that's the longest throw across the diamond. I just never could. I can't do anything left-handed. I, I could barely yeah. dribble left-handed when I was playing I back. couldn't hit left very well. And plus, I'm not very quick. So <laughs> slap hitting, I was never going to run it out anyway. <laughs> But I mean, there's there. I, I played with a guy that slap hit, and he wasn't certainly one of the fastest guys on our team. But he could place that thing so well that it was just tough to throw him out. Just throw it, yeah. And so I, I was like, dude, you're you're really not very fast, but you're batting like 400 doing this slap hit thing. He's like, you don't have to be fast. You just got to place it in the right spot. Yes. All two now to Maddie Hefner. Get two the right one. bounce. Yeah, it's got the key is to hit it. It's got to be by the pitcher. It can't be filled by the third baseman because that's a short throw. The key is to get it to the shortstop. That's the whole key. In the dirt. And we have a walk. I thought it was 2-1, so it was 3-0 on the board was wrong there. Hepner will draw the first base runner. The perfect game is a, if we're not yeah, we're not broadcasting the perfect game today. Not anymore. No hitter is still intact. Probably shouldn't even have said that. That probably just jinxed it there. Amber Brunswick takes the first pitch for a strike. So the first base runner for United is Maddie Hepner. Four pitch walk. And now Brunswick, actually, Brunswick represents a tying run that's played here. Ground ball, foul, fielded by the third foul. baseman in foul territory. So now Brunswick is down the count 0 2 with one away runner at first base. Brunswick, I think, does she have a home run? Yes, she's got the uh, only home run for, for the Red Storm this year. So if she could get into so one of these fastballs. Yeah, she could get into one here. This thing could be tied up. Ooh, she took a big old cut. On the 0-2 pitch, and just got under it. That was up in the zone. If she gets a hold of that, yeah. we're tied at two. I think she was looking for yeah. the fence right there. If, uh, yeah, she gets a hold of that one, we're, we're looking at a tie ball game. Change up, ground a ball to the second baseman. The flip to second. Across, no, no throw. So a fielder's choice by Brunswick. They get the lead runner, Hepner, at second. Little flip there by the second base one. That's if you're going to turn two, that's got to be a little bit of a harder flip, or maybe a turn, quick turn and toss. But that slow toss, you weren't going to get. You're going to get Brunswick at first. But still representing the tying run as a cleanup hitter, Ryland Toots. First pitch for a strike inside corner, up in the zone a little bit. I don't think Ryland liked that. <laughs> Didn't look like it. <laughs> that's when you lean in a little forward and take one for the team. <laughs> right, you got to take one for the team. Ground ball to the second baseman, foot to the shortstop, get the force out of Brunswick at second. Good infield defense there by the uh, West Central Heat in that. And a couple force outs at second base, stopped the rally for the United Red Storm. No runs on no hits. There was no errors and one runner left on base. As we go to the bottom of the fourth inning, it's West Central 2, United nothing. We'll be back in 30. Welcome back to Stronghurst. Lincoln Trail Conference softball here today on the Prairie Communications Sports Network as we are into the final week of the regular season. Regional start next week already. That is crazy to think about. It it's like a way fast season. The postseason of spring sports is, is maybe the, the crazier thing. It just seems like the other day we were we were all at the, at the radio station getting ready for the first football game of the year in the fall. Right. Here we are, regional time. <laughs> this year sports. has blown by. Man, it always does, but this one just seemed like it was a little quicker. I don't know. That basketball season really flew by, I think. And they play a lot of games in that short amount of time. All right, West Central's going to try to build on this 2 nothing lead here in the bottom of the fourth inning. They'll have four, five, six up in the order. Lauren Winters, Ashley Meyer, and Allie Strack against Amber Brunswick. And down in the zone. Now, normally this season, 
they, uh, Coach McMahon has been splitting the game. Half the game will go to Amber Brunswick, and then the, the other half will go to uh, Maddie Hepner, and then they kind of flip-flop. I think I think you ride Brunswick here as long as she's throwing well. There's a ground ball fouled on the third baseline. I mean, I'm, I'm riding Amber. She's only given up two hits to eight. Right. I can say she is pitching incredible right now. I believe her out there as well. The Heat are hitting 348 of the team. She's holding the two hits so far. Yeah. I don't think you mess with anything at this no. point. I'm guessing this is going to be Amber's game to uh, win or lose, at least here in the fourth inning. 1-1 one, one pitch now to Lauren Winters. She grounded out the second. Ooh, good changeup by Brunswick. Is, uh, Winters is very nice changeup. Right over the top and way early on that changeup in the dirt. So the count is 1-2. and two. Uh, Brunswick does not have a strikeout yet. So pretty good defense here by the, by the Red Storm as well. 1-2 pitch. Ooh, right off the helmet of Lauren Winters as she tried to duck out of the way. I think she ducked right into that one. It kind of looks <laughs> like it. Yeah, not on purpose. But I think she, in her in her eagerness to get out of the way, I think she got in the way. Yeah. <clears throat> so the leadoff runner, which that's uh, bad luck for, for uh, Brunswick. She had her down to the count 1-2, had her all out of sorts on that third pitch, and now, now you got a runner on and nobody out for Ashley Meyer. Fly ball to center field, drifting back, drifting back over the head of the center fielder. will roll the fence. One run will score. And pulling into second base with an RBI double is Ashley Meyer. Lauren Winters at first got a good read on that. She was, it was the ball was in front of her, and she could, I think she seen early that that was getting yeah, over there. She knew the center fielder was beat, and she just took off from there. Scoring from first for run number three for West Central. Good shot there. RBI double by Ashley Meyer. Which you don't, you don't assume you'd see that with the wind blowing in here. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I thought maybe it was going to hold up ball, ball one to Hallie Strack. I thought maybe the wind might hold that up and the center fielder could get under it because if she did, I'm get, they probably were going to double on Florin Winters because yeah. she was off with the pitch. Squaring the bunt and fouling the bunt off is Hallie Strack. And that might be one of those situations. you got a 3 nothing lead. Um. That might be just kind of one of those situations where I'm going to get ready for the postseason. Make sure. Because in the postseason, you got to bump the ball. Yes, you There's do. There's times where you got to bump the ball. Yes. Get that runner over into yep. scoring position. Yep. With less, than, with less than two outs, that would have done the job right there. You're going to need that postseason. So Coach Boyles might have been just working on the postseason. Very nice snag there by the catcher. Yeah, it was. Going nowhere on the pitch in the dirt as a runner at second, Ashley Meyer. Two and one count on Alley Strack. She lined out the third to start inning number two to the Heat. Three nothing West Central, bottom of the fourth inning. Pitch on the way. Driven right between short and third. Base hit right to left. They're going to hold up the runner. And now taking an extra base is the hitter. Good base running out there by Allie Strack. As the throw came in, it popped out of the, the uh, pitcher's glove. Amber Brunswick, and she just took an extra base. Yes, she did. So, she saw the opening. Technically, that's an error on uh, Brunswick because Strack was not going until that no. that ball was dropped. So that's officially an error on Brunswick, and Strack gets in the scoring position, two runners in scoring position with nobody out. For Delaney Indra, she flew out to center field. Her first time up in the second inning takes pitch just above the belt for a strike. And smart base running there by Streck to kick away that double play there. Yeah. This batter's up, too. Get you, I mean, she's probably going to steal on the next pitch anyway, but that saved the batter a pitch to take. Yes, it you did. Know, now she could be aggressive on the first pitch instead of the second pitch. 
up in the zone, ball two. Because, I mean, she was most likely going to take off on the first pitch, but the batter has to take a pitch mm-hmm. in order for her to get the second. The batter didn't have to take a pitch that time. One and one to Endress with nobody on. Two runners on, another good changeup there. Swung and missed is Endress. That was a that changeup's been nice, been very good today. And it's been all over the plate, not just in one spot. Yeah, you got to move it around. You definitely got to, I mean, you got to move it around. Can't just stay in one spot. Those balls get hit and they get hit hard. Yes, they do. A <laughs> <laughs> fly ball to center field. And it falls in front of the center field. I think she got a loss. It might have been lost in the sun. Two runs are going to score. It's going to officially be a double because she didn't get a glove on it. Kind of fell in front of her. I mean, she's looking right into the sun. Yes, she was. Weirdly built. Usually don't build a ballpark where the defense is looking into the sun, but the sun is directly behind home plate. That could have very well been lost in the sun. It is going to be a two RBI double for Hendricks, and that makes the score five to nothing. And still with nobody out in the runner at second base. Coach Boyle's down here making a uh, change. Did we get a pinch runner? Got a pinch runner. Pinch runner. Number 12. Number 12. Laney Clossing. Which, that's actually the left fielder. So I wonder if she's not, if he's not uh, putting Clossing in that hitting spot in the order. Freshman left fielder, or just you could just re-enter. I don't think you can you re-enter a designated hitter. I guess I've never really come I across think you can situation. re-enter one. Okay, I didn't and know then they can come back in. Yeah, but if I, you take them out again. I, I knew the uh, ball one in the dirt and gets to the backstop, and down the third goes the pinch runner, Lanny Crossing. I knew there was uh, there was free entry, but I I've never seen a DH re-enter. I've never yeah, really, not very much. Yeah, not, no. you don't see that very often. Maybe so. Maybe maybe Laney's going to go ahead and stay in that batting order and just bat and play left. I don't know. Find out. Ball one, ball two. Excuse me, ball two to London Parker. Freshman. She reached on an error back in the second inning. Was stranded. Five nothing West Central. Bottom of the fourth inning. Drive foul down the third base. Coach's box says uh, head coach Dylan Foyles. Kicks it back into play. Nice kick save there by. It, was. Uh, it is NHL playoff maybe he time. Should, so. Maybe he should be um, coaching soccer here. <laughs> right, right. Or find some hockey team to, to join. That was a beautiful kick it save. It was. <laughs> Popped up on the infield. Third baseman under it. Makes a catch in foul territory. Brooke Hennepin. Round number one. Boy, that's just first out in the inning. And Bailey Ferguson, the nine hitter, not your normal nine hitter though, because Bailey Ferguson is hitting 368 out of that nine hole, and a double and a triple on the season. Ferguson trying to get that run home, and here's another thing you work on for the postseason: is getting that runner home with less than two outs. Just got to make contact somewhere, and that's big in the postseason. You've got to score runs with less than two outs, and, and that runner at third base. It's imperative he's going to make a deep run. Top foul out of play. So that will even the count at 1-1 with one away, runner at third, 5 nothing West Central, bottom of the fourth. This Brunswick running into a little bit of trouble here in the second uh, or fourth inning. Three hits. He's only given up two hits through the first three. And it's the second time through the order, too. You always have to bear down a little bit more on the second time through the order. 
before yeah, the once catcher you, Once you see them one time through, you you figure out what they're throwing. When they're throwing, you can t- jump around on that ball. And I think that's kind of maybe the uh, the uh, the strategy behind throwing a girl one half of the game and throwing a girl the second half of the game is you get a different look on that second or third or even fourth time right. through the order. Two one pitch on the way in the dirt three and one to Ferguson. And now I'm in a little bit of trouble. She's behind Ferguson, three sixty eight hitter, and the leadoff hitter had his sights on deck. Gotta somehow get it out here yeah, to Brunswick. You want to get the second out here if you can. And high, no goes to the backstop, so a walk to Ferguson puts runners on the corners. And this is that situation we talked about a little bit earlier. Seitz is probably going to take a pitch here and let that uh, runner get to second base. Ferguson, we'll see. Or for Zaddy Seitz, she swung at 3-0, so I'm not going to guess anything <laughs> for taking any kind she of She always pitch. has a green light. <laughs> right, I think so. <laughs> for good reason. She's just yes. the one way well hit her. And pitcher. There's and a shot hit down the right field line. She sure did. That's going to go down all the way to the wall in right field down the line. Two runners are going to score. And Seitz is going to pull in the third with a stand-up triple. Addie Seitz, two for three on the day. The first two RBIs coming across is Laney Crossing and also Bailey Ferguson. Yeah, she was off with the pitch, and she scored she was, yes. from first base. Ripped it right down the first base line. That makes the score seven nothing here. Still just one out. Out to talk to the pitcher or United is uh, what's the assistant coach? I got Bree Simpkins. Yeah, Bree Simpkins. Yeah, she's a former former Red Storm yes, player. Yes, I played, yeah, played a few years ago. Yeah. yeah, she was on some of those good Red Storm teams from the yes, she was early 2010s. However, that's set. <laughs> That'll bring up Bailey Ryan. She's the eighth batter of this inning. And now, if you're United, you're getting close to that 10-run rule here in the fifth inning. If uh, if West Central could push across three more runs and hold United, this game's over. Then mm-hmm. it would be the fastest softball game I've ever broadcasted. <laughs> Fly ball to left field under it. That should be enough to score the runner. It does. The catch is made. And coming across, sacrifice fly. By Bailey Ryan, RBI for Ryan, and an odd, odd slide there. Very I awkward slide. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're if you're West Central, you're holding your breath because that's your yes. that's your pitcher that took you to the super sectionals last year. She's what I say twenty something and one this year or something. Yeah, you'd hate to see that. On yeah. On routine a, on, routine running home and you didn't even have to fly. Really. Yeah. yeah, it was a play that they weren't going to get at at all. And they score eight nothing. Sacrifice fly RBI, and now Shelby Bowman hits a shot that's missed by the right fielder. Bowman will pull in the second. Oh, she's going to make a big turn. She's going to head for third and make it in standing. I didn't see that. I had the umpire in my way. Was that dropped or did that just fall in? It hit right into the gap. Okay. Fell so right in. Triple for Bowman. And now the 10 run rule batter is at the plate, and Lauren Winters, and I know Lauren can hit. You got uh, two home runs on the season. Two away runner at third. Eight nothing now with sacrifice fly RBI by Ryan. Ball one to Winters. I got a lot of I got a lot of softball connections on this team. I played I played some softball with Lauren and uh, what's the other Winters on the uh, roster here? Lauren and 
Gracie. I played ball with Chris Winters. Played a lot of softball with Chris Winters. Probably the best softball player I ever played with. Also, I played with some Sitzes. I played with Ashley, Ashley Myers' dad, uh, Kevin, who's sitting over there in a the lawn chair. I talked to Kevin a little bit. Had a lot of softball connections with this group. You had to leave Warren County and come play in Henderson. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> the Little York disbanded on me, so I had to find another place to play. <laughs> There's a ground ball to the third baseman and just a hot shot, not able to field it. And taking first is Lauren Winters and coming across is Bowman. So it's 9 nothing now, West Central. It's still two outs. Still two outs. Just still trying to get out of this inning. And now the 10-run rule runner is Lauren Winters at first base. Ashley Meyer at the plate. Sophomore. Had a double and an RBI and a pop-out. And going. And stealing second is Winters. And, again, that's a big, that's a big run. Normally... You know, you, you kind of call off the dogs a little bit in a 9 nothing game, possibly. Right. But you want to get to that 10-run rule. You want to you get to the 10-run, and then you can call off the dogs because you want to get the game done early. And the catcher had a nice form, nice throw, just a little little short. Yeah, just fast. Lauren Winters is fast. There's a ground ball to the third base, but nice play and across the diamond. Nice move to her left to snag that ball. It was a great play down there by the third baseman for United, Brooke Hennepin. That ends the inning, so they're not going to get that 10-run rule. They're going to have to do that uh, in the next inning if they want to get this thing done early. But uh, seven runs in the inning for the West Central Heat, and the count of hits, one, two, three, four, five. Five hits, a couple of errors in there, and a runner left on base. After four full innings of play, it is West Central 9, United, nothing. We'll be back. Welcome back to high school softball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. I'm Sean Temple alongside Kelsey Crane. It is nine nothing, seven runs in the bottom of the fourth inning for the West Central Heat. You get that lead to nine nothing, broke open a two nothing game. This is a pretty good ball game through what, three and a half till we got down to that bottom of the fourth. It was a very nice nothing. call game, uh, a pitcher's duel heading into the bottom of that inning. Well, United's got their work cut out for them. They're going to get, they're gonna have to get pretty aggressive here against Sites. It's going to be Brooke Hennepin, Ella Bernhardt, and Lily Neve. Six, seven, eight in the order. Excuse me, five, six, seven in the order for United. Hennepin grounded out to second base in, in the uh, second inning. 0 for 1. First pitch from Sites. A little flare down the first baseline, but foul. So far, United's still looking for their first hit here. So if they if they fail to get a hit in the fifth inning, then West Central gets at least one run in the bottom of the fifth. We got no hitter here yeah, from any side. Yeah. Which means again, I probably just jinxed it. People at home are listening like, why does he even say that? I'm just I like to I like to taste I like to tempt fate. I like to tempt fate. Yeah. You gotta throw it out there. O <laughs> two now. Up and away. Missing with the O two pitch on Hennepin is sights. I'm sure it's not it's definitely not her uh wouldn't be her first no hitter, that's for sure. I'm sure Addie's got a whole pocket full of those. I'm in sure her she career. does. <laughs> If not now, she will in the next two years. Yes. Yeah, it's just it's crazy to think that she's just a sophomore. She's pitched a lot of lot of varsity softball games here in the last couple of years. What was West Central last year? I got their record on my sheet. West Central ended up twenty eight and seven last year on the there's a ground ball to the shortstop, fielded by Bowman across the diamond, six three put out for out number one. And Ella Bernhardt, who struck out to end the second inning. Digs in. You say the United hitters are putting the ball into play, yeah. just hitting them to right 
strike two people. Six uh, six strikeouts for for uh, sites, but that's out of what 12, 13, 13 outs. So more often than not, United's didn't put the ball in play. They have ball one to Bernhardt, and that's kind of been their their issue. So maybe maybe Coach McMahon getting a little uh, bit more comfortable heading into the postseason next week. Missing two and zero. West Central, we talked about United taking on West Prairie in the quarterfinals on Monday. West Central will get a bye. They'll have the winner of Peoria Christian and Princeville taking for a strike. So 2-1, and one, taking all the way was Bernhardt, it looked like. 2-1 and one now to Bernhardt with two away. One away. One away, top of the fifth. Yes, West Central will play the winner of Peoria Christian and Princeville. Strike two, called strike. And Princeville, I know they've seen Princeville a couple times in the Lincoln Trout Conference. That is a 6-7 seed game. So West Central will play Tuesday at 4.30 in Williamsfield. Swinging and missing for strikeout number seven and second out of the fifth inning. So go back to Williamsfield. They won, I believe they won a sectional championship at Williamsfield last year. They'll be going for a regional championship there this year. That's Tuesday, May 16th is when they'll play the winner of Christian uh, Peoria Christian and Princeville. The championship is set for Friday night at 4.30. Strike one to knee. Side rocks and deals. Inside corner, strike two. That's a tough pitch to hit. Anything on the inside. I was such a pole hitter. Anything on the inside was like broke my hands trying to get through to it. <laughs> I always like the inside pitches. I could turn around on those quick. Yep. <laughs> and strike three. Swinging and missing his knee. Three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no runners left on base. We'll be back. In one minute with the bottom of the fifth inning, West Central needs one to uh, end this ball game early. We'll be back. Welcome back to Stronghurst High School Softball here on the PCSN. We have a pitching change, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think so. Who's going in to pitch 27 for United? That doesn't, that's not Maddie. Ella Bernhardt? Yeah, Ella Bernhardt. Just she's a freshman. Got, yeah, she's got two innings. Uh, and at some point this season, Ella's thrown a couple of innings. Uh, I know... I know Maddie Hebner's got some injuries. She missed the whole second half of the year last year with an injury. She had a she had a really good sophomore year started pitching and hitting and was playing first base. I think Amber Brunswick was pitching, so Maddie was playing first. And it was a weird throw to her that she kind of bent her glove over or something, if I remember correctly. I think we were actually doing the game and ended up missing some time, missed the whole second half of the season. So she's coming back from injury. I know there's been some other injury problems for for Coach McMahon here for United, but Helen Bernhardt's going to get some get some couple innings in here, get her a little bit more experience before her sophomore year next year. Yeah, which Maddie and Amber are both juniors, so they'll be back next year for United. But it's always good to have that number three. Don't look too bad here. No, the first couple she was getting him in the dirt, but she's getting him back up here in the air. Yeah, only two innings so far for, at the varsity level. Probably throwing. She's probably the JV, probably the number one pitcher for JV. I'm oh, guessing. I'm sure. So, yes. Well, it'll be Ella Bernhardt facing Ali Strack. We'll see if it's going to be. Yeah, Delaney Endress has re-entered it. Yeah, the designated player. So that is a thing. It is. Apparently, the designated player can come back. I think up. you can re-enter one. Okay, there you go. And. uh London Parker. That'd be the first three hitters here for West Central. Again, they're trying. They're playing for one run here, trying to end this thing early. They're still in the hunt for the Lincoln Trail Conference Championship. 
They needed a ton of help. Swung on and fouled back by Holly Strack uh, for the folks that missed the pregame show. It's like a trail conference standings. West Central is mathematically alive to uh, win the championship. They've got to they got to win their final two counting tonight to get to 16 and four. But first place Mercer County is 14 and two. There's a little ground ball to the shortstop or second baseman quickly over for out number one in the inning. That'll bring up Delaney Endress. She's got a two RBI double and a ground out. So mathematically, um, they're hoping uh, Mercer County loses at least two of their final six games. At least two of them. Mercer County's got six games left. It's already Wednesday. They're so going to play got, a lot of softball. Yeah, they got to play a lot of softball. they got a doubleheader Thursday. They've got a doubleheader Saturday. And the ground just ball missed. just past the left fielder, so pulling into second will be Endress. Um, yeah, I guess they got four games left. Me, so 14-2 and two is 16 here in America, right? Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> I didn't take my shoes off for that one. So We're not so, mathematicians. <laughs> right. Right. I barely anything, let alone mathematicians. <laughs> But they have to lose at least two of their last four to get to that four losses so West Central can get a piece. But then Ridgewood's right in there, too. They've only got three losses, so West Central needs some help from them as well to lose yeah. a game or two. Fouled straight back by London Parker. So the game-ending run is sitting at second base in Delaney Endress with one away. It's 9 nothing here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Ten-run rule will, will uh, come into effect should Endress cross the plate. Walk off. It's always a weird walk off. It is a weird walk off. You don't play the complete game, right, it's but it's weird, still a walk off. It's a weird walk off. Ball one. Two Parker missing up high. Good catch there by catcher uh, Lily Neve for United. Because if that goes to the backstop, then your your winning runs sixty feet away instead of one hundred and twenty. London Parker at the plate pops up just up over the screen, so she's down in the count one two. Bernard's been around the strike zone here. Only one ball. She has been. They're fighting here at the yeah. bottom of the fifth. One and two to London Parker, freshman second baseman for the Heat. Rocks and deals inside. All two. Two and two. That evens it up with one away. Runner on second. Bottom of the fifth. We do have Cub baseball coming up a little bit later on tonight. 6.05 with pregame start. Cubs and Cardinals. Cubs trying to not get swept. Yeah, they're trying not to get swept by the Cardinals. Ground ball fouled on the third baseline. Nice play by uh, head coach Dylan Boyles down there. Knocked it down, would have got the out. Um, Well, my Pirates already lost today, so let me rephrase that. My first place Pirates lost today. (laughs) Of course you had to throw that out there. Everybody could gain a game on it today. Ground ball to the third baseman. Tries to look the runner back, but the runner will advance. Hits the out at first, so two away. Winning run now down to third, and up comes Bailey Ferguson, senior right fielder for West Central, trying to somehow get that 10th run in and get this game over and stay healthy and save pitching for Addie Sykes. Top of the order, Addie Sykes is on deck for West Central. Ground ball foul down the, first, the third baseline. So now if you are catcher, 
really need, you've got to be a wall back there because I would say they're going to probably take a chance with two away if something gets by knees here. Yes, I would say they're going to send her. 0-1 pitch on the way. Popped up on the infield, I think. United's going to survive to play the six. They just hold them off. Catch made up there by Eddie Olmstead. So, no runs, one hit. No errors and a runner left on base. As we go to the top of the sixth inning, it is West Central 9, United 0. Welcome back to high school softball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. I'm Sean Temple alongside Kelsey Crane. As we go to the top of the sixth inning, 9 nothing West Century, Central for United. It will be Jacqueline Strong, Cameron Penn, and Addie Olmstead. Let's see if these... they can string together some hits here. They need, yeah, they need, uh, they need to get at least one. That's for sure. Let's take the the you-know-what off the board. Yes. See, I didn't say it that time. Uh, what's United got left here? They've got Robo Williams Field on the road at Robo Williams Field tomorrow night. And then uh, Friday, they have Stark County, a doubleheader at Stark County. So they got all road games left. Robo Williams Field tomorrow night and then a doubleheader at Stark County on Friday. First pitch taken for a strike. Jacqueline Strong, she struck out looking back in the third inning. Poor West Central, they got a they got a loaded schedule left. We'll talk about that after that pitch there. Strike two, called strike on Strong. They're at Ridgewood tomorrow night, and then they've got four games this weekend in the Rock Ridge Spring Classic. So they counting tonight. And strike three on Strong as she goes down on strikes for the second time. And that is the ninth strikeout for Addie Sites, and that brings up senior Cameron Penn. They'll play Riverdale and Nazareth Academy on Saturday and then or on Friday, excuse me, on Friday. And a nice catch by Shelby Bowman on the line drive by Cameron Penn. She stung it. Yes, it looked she did. like it was gonna very solid hit. Like it might sneak by there for the first hit of the ball game, but Bowman takes that away. Uh, so tonight is they've got six games counting tonight left in the regular season. That's, That's a lot of games before regionals. Right. <laughs> so I'm sure they would have loved strike one to Addie Olmstead, the leadoff hitter for United, with two away here, top of the six. They would love to get this game over and save save Addie for this weekend. Right. It'll save you know save a little wear and tear on it. Ball one inside one of the ice on her arm. And- yeah. Who else? Uh, what's West Central got for pitching besides? They've got somebody on there. Uh, London Parker, the freshman, has thrown 15 innings, so. I'm sure London will probably see some innings this weekend. You can't throw Addie Sight six games this week with a Yeah, that'd be a lot. Heading regionals. right into that yeah. regional right around the corner. And on into Tuesday for sure. One and two as Olmstead fouls off the third pitch. So one two pitch in the dirt low. Two and two. To London Parker. Yeah, she's thrown a lot of innings the last couple of years. Sophomore. She's got a lot of innings left. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> Ground ball to the second baseman. Over. We're out number three. Four three on the put out. Big solid defense here for the West Central Heat. Three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. No runners left on base. As we go to the bottom of the sixth inning, it is West Central nine, United zero. Welcome back to West Central Elementary here in Stronghurst, where the West Central Heat play their varsity softball games. Lincoln Trail Conference softball. Bring them back in and be, make it out the ballpark much since you graduated from United back in the day. 
Oh, I went a couple times shortly after I graduated because my cousin was still playing. Mm-hmm. But after that, I haven't been back much since. I'd always like to. Yeah. I enjoy juice. watching the game anywhere. Getting the uh, getting the juices flowing watching watching the ball game today. Right. I'm sure. With only nine players on the roster, we tried to talk uh, head coach Mark McMahon and let you put on a jersey today, but <laughs> he was all in. <laughs> <laughs> he was all in. He would have put me in a jersey. He I think if he was have. allowed. <laughs> he would have really been desperate. <laughs> all right, it'll be a leadoff for the West Central Heat. They need one to end this thing early here in the top or bottom of the sixth inning. Lead nine nothing. Past fifth inning, so the 10 run rule has kicked in. And Hattie Seitz, Bailey Ryan, and Shelby Bowman will try to get that job done, and they've done a pretty good job today. Seitz is two for three. Bowman is two for three. Ryan has gotten a sacrifice fly RBI, but no hit. Ball one from pitcher for United Red Storm Ella Bernhardt. Seitz going to try to get on it wreak havoc once she gets there. Up in the zone yes, ball too. She's just a good just a good all around softball player. Just a good been around the game. She plays all summer long. I wouldn't doubt if she probably plays into the fall a little bit. With some travel teams in the summer. And ball three in the dirt. Did you play much much travel ball back when you were when you were playing in the summer? I did. I did play in the summer. Played for the Bi County Thunder, so Kevin Terrell he was our coach. Shout out to Kevin Terrell. I had Kevin with me down at the baseball game yes. on Saturday morning. Always, and actually, Kevin and I did the uh, most of the postseason for West Central last year when they made that super sectional run. Yep, I played with him for all of those summers, and sometimes into the fall, we'd play a couple of tournaments here and there. I was Kevin. Was it kind of rough? Some days. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Sites draws the four-pitch walk, so she represents the game-ending run at first. Not going anywhere. Ball to Ryan in the dirt. So five balls in a row now by Ella Bernhardt. She's in relief. Uh, starting pitcher, Amber Brunswick. 1-0 pitch. High in the zone. There goes Sites down to second and stealing and out and slide. As Sites didn't slide, and the shortstop, uh, Maddie Hepner, just turned and, and put the glove on her. It was a close play. It, it was very close play. A nice throw from the catcher. Yeah, it was. Second. Good job there by uh, Willie Meese, freshman, <clears throat> behind the plate. 2-6 on the cop stealing. I think the whole park was a little thrown off by that. I think they were, too. 2-0, and though, on Bailey Ryan. So six straight balls here by. And a big cut. Ryan, she was trying to end the game just with that swing, <laughs> swing alone. Yeah, I think Sites took her for granted. She was just going to kind of cruise in the second, didn't slide. Yeah. And quick tag there by Heppner. That it was, was a really very quick, quick tag. tag. Yeah, would have been a different story if she would have slid. Yeah, because it was a high throw. There's no way Heppner would have got the, got the glove down, I would think, um, that quickly to get a sliding sight. Not that Coach Dylan Boyles is upset that his <laughs> – Star pitcher didn't slide in a nine to nothing game. He's probably right. fine. That's yes. fine. At least he didn't get hurt. <laughs> and ball four in the dirt and going to the backstop. We'll see if Ryan makes the big turn. She doesn't. So now a runner on first base with one away. And Shelby Bowman digs in. Bowman's two for three. Got a RBI single and a triple. Two for three is Bowman. 
and we'll see if they get Bailey Ryan going here. And it hits Bowman. Hit her right on the shoulder. And she looked at the umpire and said, does that make any right here? Yes, she said. Had to point it out. Yeah, any right here. She's already headed to first. Now the walk-off run is at second base for Lauren Winters. Winters is 0 for 2 officially. Reached on an air, got hit by a pitch, and scored in that seven-run fourth inning. Ground ball up the middle. And this could end it. Field. And Ryan coming around. The throw to the plate is not in time, and that will end the ball game. RBI single by Lauren Winters. Scores Ryan with the winning run, and it is 10-0. Your final is both teams start to line up and shake hands. We'll take a we got plenty of time before we come pregame show. We'll, we'll take a three-minute break, give me a chance to total up some stats. And we'll come back and give those to you on the postgame show. 10 nothing. West Central beats the United Red Storm to still stay mathematically alive for that Lincoln Trail Conference Championship. We'll come back and talk about it in three minutes. We'll go back to Stronghurst as we put a capper on this high school softball game between United and West Central. Lincoln Trail Conference softball. The West Central Heat get a 10 nothing win over the – or the West Central Heat – yeah, West Central Heat get a 10 nothing win over the United Red Storm. That puts them at 23-5 and five overall and improves their Lincoln Truck Conference record to 15-4. and four. United falls to 1-19 and 19 and uh, still winless in the Lincoln Trail at 0-15 with some games left to play, some uh, winnable games left to play for the United Red Storms. So hopefully they can get in the win column before the uh, regular season is over at the end of this week. West Central, as far as the standings go, 15-4, and four, they have one game left, and it's a tough one. They've got, uh, they've got Ridgewood tomorrow night. That'll be a rematch of a loss to Ridgewood last night, 9-1, to one, at the hands of the Ridgewood Spartans and pitcher Maya Brown. So West Central needs to, needs to get a win there to give Ridgewood their fourth loss on this season, and then Ridgewood still has some games to play. So West Central has to take care of their business, and they need a lot of help down the stretch. They need a lot. They need some teams to lose some games. Yes, they do. <laughs> but it's possible. Who knows? And then Animal Weathersfield, they're kind of still in there, too. They've only got four losses, too. So uh, Knoxville has five losses. And, uh, well, having the on is out now. They can uh, – West Central will only have five losses if they do win it. And they, having the Avon – so having the has been eliminated. But it's still down to five teams that's mathematically alive right. with three or four days to yeah, play. That's, that's that's pretty neat. That's very solid here in the Lincoln Trail here at the end. There's some really good teams it's here. It's anybody's game. Two, three, four, five, six, seven of the 11 teams in the league have at least a 500 record. So that's pretty solid. That is it's always solid. pretty solid in the LTC for yeah. softball. You know, you played this. Yeah. There's no nights off in the LTC. No, there's not. It makes it exciting. Yeah. yeah. Totals for each ball club. First for the visiting United Red Storm. No runs, no hits. Addie Sites, congratulations. I can't believe it took us as long to. I was mentioning it during the game, trying to jinx her, and then we <laughs> finally get through the game, and I finally mentioned it. But Addie Sites, a sixth inning, no hitter. Congratulations to Addie. Yeah, that's very good, especially as we keep saying she's only a sophomore. Only a sophomore. I, I think I kept saying that last year. I think Kevin Terrell and I both were like, she's only a freshman. Only a freshman. Yeah. And now she's only a sophomore. Six innings for Addie Seitz, no hits given, no hits allowed, of course, no runs allowed, and nine strikeouts and one walk. The only base runner that United had was a walk by Maddie Hefner back in the fourth inning. Other than that, it's three up, three down, the rest of the way out. Uh, offensively for the West Central Heat, uh, let's see, ten runs, nine hits. They committed one error and left five runners on base. Midwest Central looking down the order, two for three. Addie Seitz had a leadoff spot, had a triple score, a couple runs. Two for three for Shelby Bowman with a triple and an RBI, a couple of runs scored for Shelby. One for three with an RBI for Lauren Winters. 
One for three for Ashley Meyer with an RBI and a run scored. One for three for Allie Strax, a run scored, and two RBIs for Delaney Endress. He was two for three with a couple of doubles. The freshman designated player, and that's uh, that's a story. Kelsey, thank you so much for helping me out here. Uh, yeah. Go back and relive some memories here of, of donning that red storm uniform. <laughs> that's right. Their uniforms look a little better than what we had to There's wear. Some sharp ones. They, they are come very walking sharp. Up. They have, like the gray shirt. Yeah. With the I black like pants. Yeah. Kind of jealous. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> we might be able to maybe talk Coach McMahon and get us one of those jerseys. There we go. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sweet talk, Mr. McMahon. All right, that's going to do it for our uh, softball baseball coverage for the week. Uh, potentially, we could have some girls soccer on Friday night. Right now at Patty Fields in Monmouth, if you're in the Monmouth area, swing out by uh, Patty Fields and uh, support the Monmouth Roseville Titans. They're in a semifinal matchup with Kenton tonight. If Monmouth Roseville's girls soccer team wins that game, they'll play the regional championship on Friday night. You can hear it right here on AM 1330 FM 94.1. So good luck to Monmouth Roseville. Tune into the sports report tomorrow morning. We'll tell you how the Titan girls soccer team does, and we'll also uh, see how the rest of the Lincolnshire Conference softball goes tonight for uh, West Central's uh, case in that one. Ridgewood's got a doubleheader tonight against Animal Weathersfield. So tune into the sports report tomorrow morning on AM 1330 or 97.7 WMY. Kelsey, thanks a lot. Thanks yeah. for helping me out tonight. Thanks for letting me tag along. It was fun. And, Caden, thank you for engineering tonight's broadcast, or today's broadcast. We appreciate it. Another great job by our board ops. That's going to do a 10 up in West Central over United. We will potentially see you Friday or definitely next week with a whole bunch of regional baseball and softball in the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Folks, have a great rest of your evening.